0: There is great wisdom that, as we begin the year 2021, the Church is asking us to put our gaze on the person of Mary, under the title Mary, the Mother of God. Motherhood is the beginning of our life. Everything begins in the womb of a mother. So appropriate that as we begin the year, we gaze on the womb of Mary, where the author of our life found refuge for nine months. It's interesting that the official title of the solemnity that we celebrate today is Mary, the mother of God not Mary, the mother of Jesus. And this is really important because when this particular dogma, which is the oldest Marian dogma that we have, that was officially proclaimed by the church in 431 in the Council of Ephesus, the church was experiencing great tribulation. There were lots of heresies during the time that were purporting a different perspective as to the person of Christ. On one side of the coin, there were people who said, Christ is only divine and He is not fully human. And then on the other side of the spectrum was also saying, oh no, God, Jesus is only fully human and not divine. By giving us this dogma, which is the dogma of the Theotokos, meaning Mary, the bearer of God, clarifies the very nature of Jesus Himself, that He is fully divine and also fully human, being born by the blessed mother who is fully human and this motherhood of mary points to the to the intimate relationship that god has established with us from the first reading today from the book of numbers we are already given god's desire to show his face from the very beginning of time. And the blessing that we heard from the book of Numbers spells out this great desire on the part of God to reveal himself entirely to us. The Lord said to Moses, speak to Aaron and his sons and tell them, this is how you shall bless the Israelites. Say to them, the Lord bless you and keep you, The Lord let His face shine upon you. The whole history of salvation, beginning from Genesis in the story of creation up to the birth of Christ, is a gradual manifestation of the face of God. If you only heard God's voice in the story of creation and all throughout history... In the old times, he revealed himself through the forces of nature. His ultimate revelation found its expression par excellence in the birth of Jesus. We have finally seen the face of God. The word January, which is the beginning of the year, comes from from the Greek word, I think it's Greek. I think Janus. Janus is actually a Roman pagan deity, and if you Google Janus, it's interesting. His, you know, the, it, the image of Janus, it has two faces, one looking forward, and the other face looking backward. <laughs> But God is not just someone who looks forward or backward, but rather God is right here, right now. And this is what the motherhood of Mary tells us and wants us to to reflect upon the presence of God in our lives every single moment. How do we enter into this newness that Christ brought to creation and to humanity? Well, the gospel today is very instructive on how we enter into this newness of creation, not just in the newness of the year. I I was talking to some priest friends of mine last night, and uh, one, one of them said, it's New Year, but old me. Well, that's not really what, what this year is supposed to be. It's not just another year, but rather it is an opportunity to be transformed again by the grace of God. It's not just in a, in a new year and an old self, but rather a new year and a transformed self as well. But how do we do that? The gospel is very instructive in the story that we heard today from the Gospel of Luke. We were told that the shepherds went in haste to Bethlehem. This is one thing that we could we could we could learn from the shepherds in entering into this newness to do things with a sense of urgency. Not like an urgency that is that is irresponsible, not doing things in haste irresponsibly, but rather because of the great message and the great realization of God's grace in our own lives, we are moved with great perseverance and fortitude to change the things that we need to change in our own lives. I was looking at, again, this year, I do this every year, as to what are the top six New Year's resolution for the country this year. And there's, like, different surveys. But I always go to one which is the most standard one. And these are the top six things that Americans want to pursue this year. The first one is exercise and lose weight. <laughs> That's also in one of my lists. The second one is to save money, 27%. Well, I don't have money, so I have nothing to save. (laughs) The third one is to travel. I don't know how this is going to happen during this pandemic. 18%. And the fourth one is to get a new job, and I have to be very careful with my my, my accent here because my Filipino accent sometimes confuses people, get a new job or get a new hobby, not hubby, you know, because last year I said hubby, and it's like, father, you mean new husband? No, get a new hobby, 8%, and the fifth one is find love, 7% and make new friends 4%. So those are the top 6 resolutions that as a nation according to this survey we want to pursue this coming year. But what is so interesting about this in the analysis was the first 3 top resolutions the first that the 3 top resolutions are the same in the past 4 years. The same thing, meaning we started, but we did not pursue it. There was no sense of urgency. Unlike the shepherds in the gospel today, that they want to do it right away. What are the urgent things that the Lord wants us to take on in this new year that we have set aside for a long time? What are the things that that the Lord is asking us to embrace in this new year, but we have been putting at bay for a long time, especially in our own spiritual life? It doesn't have to be this top six that I enumerated with you. But in your own spiritual life, what are the things that we need to, to pursue with great fortitude and perseverance. And then we were told that when the shepherds saw this, they made known the message that had been told them about the child. They made known the message. And this is something also that is important for us to enter into the newness that Christ brings in this year. The proclamation of the good news. You know, this is the most important task of every disciple to proclaim the kingdom of God. And to proclaim the kingdom of God is really all about being true to who we are, <laughs> embracing the faith in its totality, not picking and choosing what is convenient, but rather embracing the totality of faith. And in that way, we truly become messengers and heralds of the gospel, just like the shepherds. And we were told that all who heard it were amazed by what had been told them by the shepherds. Another thing that we could take on to enter into this newness of the year is amazement. You know, the, the other word, for this, based on its original Greek, uh, Greek translation, the word amazement can also be translated in English as a sense of awe and wonder. You know, during this time of the pandemic, probably this pandemic has jaded us, has discouraged us, has dampened our spirits considerably, and and. And we have lost this sense of awe and wonder. Things are just the same. But every second, I am not exaggerating, the world is charged with the grandeur of God. (laughs) And we need to recover that. There is too much negativity already. And we were told that people were amazed as they see and heard about the child King, we have to recover the sense of awe and wonder. Because the sense of awe and wonder brings us also to a deeper experience of hope. If there's nothing that surprises you every day, if there's nothing to look forward to, then what is really there for us? And what is what is the greatest hope of for every disciple? It's eternal life. You know, when we wake up in the morning, despite what we hear in the news, despite what we read from you know from from the newspaper, are still there I don't think there are still newspapers. Yeah, yeah, there are newspapers. I haven't seen one for a long time. But there's a lot of negativity there a lot of negativity and we and we can lose easily the sense of amazement and then we were told that Mary kept all these things reflecting on them in her heart you know that long phrase that you heard and Mary kept all these things reflecting on them in her heart there's only one word for this in the greek original and what is this word that I have been hammering on this for years, year after year? Janelle, you're the RCAA coordinator, and I teach this a lot with the RCAA. What's the Greek word? Sambalusa. Thank you. I know you know the answer, so I put you on the spot. Sambalusa. And you know what this sambalusa literally actually means in English? to piece everything together, (laughs) to piece everything together. And this is really the task of every disciple, to piece everything together so that we see the plan of God for us. Each of the things that happen in our lives is really according to the plan of God, and we have to piece them together so that we see the whole picture that God has for us, his plan for us. You know, it's amazing. The short gospel is very instructive on how we enter into the newness of this year. And finally, we were told, the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, just as it had been told to them. The shepherds returned glorifying God. They returned rejoicing because they have seen and heard and they experienced it themselves. You know, how many years have you been celebrating the Christmas season? I have been celebrating it for the past 37 years. At 38 I don't count this year because I didn't use it. You know, but, but how long have you been, how, how long this message of the newness of Christ's birth has been proclaimed to you? And what is the state or the status of your heart right now? Is it with joy? Or is it with something else? This has been proclaimed to us Every single year. And hopefully, the effects of that proclamation doesn't just stay during the season of the birth of Christ, but rather, it brings us throughout the year, refreshing us and make us in love all the more with God and with Jesus through the intercession of our Blessed Mother. Mary, Mother of God, pray for us.